We are live. How did you like your first hot Carl, as it were? Carl's great. He's a great guy, right? He's awesome. I think he seemed like you, which I didn't care for. <laughs> He's a nice guy. It's it's. He was it's, a polite to you. I didn't like that. I thought we could gang up. You know, it's rare. It's rare you come across nice people. <laughs> uh, yeah, me and Craig recorded with uh, the great Carl from Who Are These Podcasts yesterday. That episode of Why You Laughing will be up soon. But um, if you're a Patreon subscriber, it'll be up next week. But I wanted to tell you guys before that, make sure you check out WATPLive.com was the website. They're doing a live show in Nashville. So if you can make it down there, um, if you want to have a good time, I think they have a stand-up show afterwards as well, it sounded like. So uh, check those guys out. Yeah. Is he is he doing it at the Kid Rock Bar too? Because I know... Uh... Shane Gillis was just doing. Oh, I don't think so. I think that's like a festival. I think this is just a coincidence that they're there the same week. Oh, okay. I was like, um, yeah, but it seems like it'd be, I, I imagine that'd be a good time. They got a whole crew of maniacs down there. So, oh yeah, it's, it's, that's a be great live show too because there's a it calls for a lot of participation. Yeah, I like. I think that was one of our better episodes. I think Carl was great. It was much more conversational than like. Um, uh, a rundown of the history. It was just more of a conversation about Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, I agree with that. So stay tuned for that, folks. And, and uh, you can get those episodes a week early on patreon.com slash blind Mike. Um, but I, you know, if Carl was into breaking down sports writers, oh, would I be texting him this morning? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, is someone losing their mind on Twitter? Losing it. Absolutely losing it. <laughs> Craig Bedard is... A, a great character. He does not catch enough shit. Me and the Warthog used to uh, text everyone. When I listened to a lot of Felger and Maz back in the day, mm -hmm. I would text the Warthog every so often and just say, what a humorless cunt this guy is. Yeah. What, a, what, what a miserable asshole he seems like. And if you don't know him at all, like he's a very, um, he's a lot like, well, I mean, you guys have heard Kirk talk about him, I'm sure. Uh, he's much like Mike Lombardi that Kirk goofed with, where... Um, he kind of thinks because he covers the NFL that like he, he and Belichick are peers, you know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I see eye to eye on a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so he's a super hardo and uh, takes himself very seriously. And a couple of years ago on Felger and Maz that he, he started this like Boston sports journal or whatever. And it's subscription based. And basically they're saying, so like if you break news, People are going to have to pay for it. What's Adam Schefter will just tweet it out for free. If he doesn't get it first, he will literally tweet it out in two minutes. And they were, they were goofing on him and like he got up and walked out. He was pissed off. <laughs> so he just seems like a humorless asshole. Um, and today he was, uh, he got into a war of words with, you know, Greg Bedard sees himself as a high-minded guy, and he, he only goes after his intellectual equals, a gentleman named Blind Owl. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Blind Owl, who's a good supporter of this program, I think, right? Uh, sometimes. If he, if he can find it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I can make those jokes, folks, because that's my community, and I understand the struggle. But when others make sport of the great blind owl or others in the, the visually impaired community. I don't take it lightly. So Greg Bedard, um, I, I don't know, tweeted one of his dumb articles out 
And I believe Blind Owl said something to the effect of, uh, no wonder EEI didn't want to hire you. You're fucking boring. <laughs> Let me pull it up here. And then Greg Bedard, I mean, gets, we'll get to it later uh, after the Blind Owl exchange, but Greg Bedard gets outdouched by Darren Ravel. <laughs> like, that's how big of a douchebag Greg Bedard is. So, that's the level of person we're dealing with. But how does he respond to a blind out? So Bedard tweets out a link or an yeah. article. It says latest draft chatter. Uh, Mox and Devonte Parker on uh, high on Mac Jones. Are you wet yet, ladies? <laughs> Ooh, nothing gets the kids excited like latest draft chatter. And then blind. How much is that? Forty dollars a month. <laughs> and then Blind Owl responds. You are an unta- you are so untalented, even the failing WEEI said no thanks. That's truly telling. <laughs> and then uh now if you don't know, which I, I'm sure you do again, Kirk talked about it. Um, but Bedard auditioned supposedly, supposedly he auditioned for uh a job at EEI or did some test show with like Merloni and that Megan Adelini, and it was so disastrous. That they were just like, no, we're not doing this. Release the tapes. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure we'll hear those soon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's obviously what Blind Owl is referring to. Now, Bedard says what? Uh, You couldn't be more wrong if you actually tried. (laughs) Hey, Greg, you might be right because Blind Owl is just a guy on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) He shouldn't be right about that. <laughs> uh, it's at real blind owl though, so that does make a difference. Oh, that's the real one. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, now he happens to have inside information because Kirk talked about it on the show, but it would be like if someone just said something about my life, like just tweeted at you know, you know, I know there's a fucking a big stuffed elephant in your room that you jerk off to. And I responded, you couldn't be more wrong. How, <laughs> how dare you? And if any of you put that rumor out there, oh, will I get angry on Twitter? Don't you dare. I've already had enough of you mocking my knowledge of time zones. Uh, I asked one question. It's the one thing I'm sensitive about. And I asked you not to mock it. And there goes Visionless <laughs> Dave making fun of it again. I asked a simple question. All right. I'm a man. I'm an inquisitive man. And that's it. I don't want to hear any more about it. So don't ever mention it to me again. Now, that's how you get people to stop mocking you. Right, 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 right. You get very angry about it. Exactly. Um, so Blind Hour responded to that you couldn't be more wrong if you actually tried with, so you didn't do a test show with WEEI that sucked, and they didn't pass on you because of that? Which part am I wrong uh, on? All right, I guess you could be more wrong, but you're still... <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if that's how you respond. All right, technically, there's more ways to be wrong, but... <laughs> um, there's an ultra burn, though, follow-up to that. All right. Bedard says, try using your brain if you can find one. Now, that is because the man is blind, Greg. I got to say, where do you find brains? Are you cracking skulls open? Where do you find brains laying around? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, You know, just because the man is blind doesn't mean you have to attack that. Be better, Greg. Don't punch down. Um, And then Blind Owl... Uh, responded to that. We're now in uh, tweet six of this chain. There's some not mistaken. And it's so funny because uh, Bedard's getting like one or two likes on each tweet. 
in Blind Owls in like the 30s. <laughs> Which is funny. Craig Bedard with 100,000 followers. Yeah. Uh, Blind Owl says, well, the evidence says I'm right. I know you did a test show and one of the people you did a test show with got hired. Meanwhile, you didn't. That means <laughs> you were the one who wasn't good on that test show. <laughs> the guy, The guy puts up a good argument. Yeah, Again, I go back to, I think he could be more wrong. He might be wrong, but he could certainly be more wrong. <laughs> right. Um, but I, I'm sure Greg took that in good spirits. Um, or, uh, and Bedard says, or what's the other possibility, genius? I know it's hard to think. What is he referring Which, to? I don't, I don't really know what he means. Does he mean like he was so good that they couldn't afford him? Yeah, yeah that's actually probably... I think what he's what he's trying to say there is like he turned them down, but I would say why would you do a te- no one does a test show it goes awesome, the guys you know, high fiving and ass grabbing after the this that was chemistry like you've never seen before, and then just one of the guys goes ah I'm okay, don't um, feel like it. We're getting to the all star tweets of this thread though. Oh God, Greg, again. I uh, blind owl. See, I've I've met him. Seems like a great guy. Uh, uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Cited. I mean, uh, a great, a great face for the blind community. You know, he represents our people well. Um, but you're a man of you know a high football IQ, and you're now in tweet ten. <laughs> <laughs> going back and forth with this guy. I, Greg, I got to say, I think you're the one that should be looking for brains. <laughs> uh, Killer Kowalski in the chat says, Darren Ravel is going after Bedard now. Is that true? Or are you just making a joke? Because if that's true. Oh, I, no, no. It's, that's, I referenced. I, was, I wasn't kidding. Oh, okay. We'll get to that. I, I, you could find that on my oh, okay. uh, feed as well. I did not know that. You got no, let's, let's save that because that is mwah, okay. the, the creme de la creme. <laughs> so Blind Owl uh, responds with, uh, there really isn't one. They don't need any more talentless hacks on that station. Never mind one that makes up stories. <laughs> no, that's got a boy. Blind Owl is roasting Greg Bedard. He's crushing him. Uh, and, and at every turn, yet again, he's saying things that could be more wrong. Like he's saying things that are somewhat in the world of accuracy. And then Bedard says, LOL, there isn't. You really aren't that bright. Nine years old, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> you really aren't that bright. No surprise considering your handle. Whoa. I, I swear to God when I... So my phone reads to me, as you know. Yeah. There was that split second between syllables where I thought he was going to say handicap. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to be like, oh, shit. That would have been great. Now, again, what is he... So I messaged Blind Owl this because, you know, brothers in arms, we can bond over these things. I've had this before, too. Do you remember a guy named Mark Madden? Yes. He also went after Kirk in the early KMS days, and I think the EEI days as well. Right. And I said something about him on Twitter, and he responded like, cool cool nickname or cool shades or something like that. And my thought is always, why, what do you think it is about blind people that someone would make up that nickname like to be cool? (laughs) <laughs> who's calling himself blind Mike or blind owl. Cause it's like, you know, a, a street name. <laughs> You're just blind to the, all the hate. That's oh, all. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. That would be, that would make us real cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't understand why he think. obviously he's assuming that blind owl is not blind or he just hates blind people. Maybe that's what he's saying. 
Hey, uh, you have the word blind in your handle. You must be the scum of the earth. Yeah, I think so. And that I take issue with. I think so. Uh, I'm not seeing Ravel on your page, by the way. Do you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Is that Alexa? 2A. Unable or unwilling to discern or judge blind to a lover's fault. <laughs> Did your phone just pick that up? My phone is telling me the definition of blindness. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great if your phone was just like, open your eyes and you'll see. <laughs> What is blindness? Something Greg Bedard hates. <laughs> <laughs> so then, then you get the people chiming in. So Kirk uh, jumped on this and made fun of Bedard. Um, or take maybe maybe I misread it. Maybe he took a very serious stance against people who attack the blind. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get people like, "Oh, you don't make fun of people. You didn't make fun of Mike." <laughs> it's like, how brain dead do you have to be? <laughs> To Weird. not understand that that's clearly a joke. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that I'm not mad if Greg Bedard made fun of a blind. Guy. I mean, I am. I'm going to take it all the way to the top. I'm going to try to get him canceled. But <sighs> oh, it looks like Bedard has the upper hand in this Ravel exchange, judging by the likes ratio. Oh, you do? You think so? Well, Bedard's Bedard. I hope I've... you haven't read it yet. Have you? No. You didn't read my tweet, did you? No, I didn't see one. Okay, from good. Because there's. <laughs> There's a line in here. Uh, basically, Darren Ravel says, hey, George, the ocean called. They're running out of shrimp. Well, it starts with the uh, Gronkowski tweet. Yes. Um, and Ravel, take, oh, let me put it on the screen so people can see what I'm fucking Which isn't about. that old, by the way? Didn't Ravel tweet that a long time ago or no? Yeah, before Gronk got drafted. Oh, no, this one was from today. Yeah, okay, all right. Um, yeah, he says... Uh, uh, five days before the 2010 draft, Patriots reporter uh, starts hearing about Rob Gronkowski. Five days later, the Patriots draft him at number 42, becomes one of the top five tight ends in NFL history, and puts a screenshot of Bedard saying, people are high on Arizona tight end Rob Gronkowski. I don't see it at all. <laughs> now, obviously... That's hilarious. It's always funny to go back and see people say, oh, this guy stinks, no chance. And then they become, you know, the greatest tight end ever. Yeah. Um, so that's just funny. That's just good, clean fun. But Greg really nails him as he always does. Like he said to Blind Owl, hey, your Twitter handle says you can't see. So how would you know I don't have a job at EEI? But Dard says, I was not covering the Patriots at the time. I was number three on Packers beat for uh, Milwaukee. Oh! World star, <laughs> motherfucker! But oh, I did. I, come back. I did. I you know what? Who now cares what team you're covering, Greg? I did see your tweet. Now that I'm reading this, uh, but yeah, thanks. So, for, well, I want everyone to buckle up first. Uh, but thanks for the accuracy, Mister Great Tweeter, in asking for any content. <laughs> oh yeah, Ravel. Well, the jerk store called, and they're all out of you. And then Ravel responds to that saying, your own bio says this. Greg came home to become the Boston Globe's NFL writer in 2010. <laughs> Did you expect me to contact you and ask you what month it was? <laughs> what month? That's a great line. Actually. <laughs> so now you got to remember, Darren Ravel 
is a guy that collects black people memorabilia. (laughs) And he was out-douched by Greg Bedard in this exchange. (laughs) And listen, I've had my share of bombs in my day. You could go, there's plenty of examples conversationally, but I would also say, hey, you're in the heat of an exchange. You're going to try some things. You're going to spit them out and they don't always work. I've also tweeted some dumb things that I wish I could take back probably. But Greg could have looked at this and said, all right, what's the first insult that comes to my mind? Oh, yeah, Mr. Great Tweeter. (laughs) Oh, I got him. But then when he reread it, he still thought to himself, all right, time to press send. Send it. (laughs) You've properly owned Darren Ravel. (laughs) And of course, you wrote, Mr. Great Tweeter. This man is a writer. (laughs) (laughs) This guy, his words are his living. (laughs) And he came up with Mr. Great Tweeter. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Could you imagine if I'm on KMS and uh, Kirk makes fun of me for something and I reply, oh yeah, Mr. Insults? (laughs) I think that's 40 minutes of mocking me right there. And then callers call in and it's... (laughs) I'd be I'd be humiliated if I if I even thought the line, Mr. Great Tweeter. All right, broadcasty McBroadcaster. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's childlike. And Greg thinks of himself as like this high-minded intellectual. And it's like we were talking about with Carl yesterday, that you guys will hear in a couple weeks. But the whole premise of Carl's podcast is making fun of people. And some people get it and they become friends with those people. And some people don't. (laughs) And guys like stuttering John and Opie are the ones that don't get it. And it's amazing when you look at guys like that, because it's so easy to just lean into the joke, (laughs) you know, like the easiest thing in the world, it's much harder to fight and get angry at all these people. It's so much easier to lean into the joke. Like that's the, it's the best way out and the easy way out of this. Greg, uh, McFuss daddy says that Craig should go by Mr. Insults. It has a good ring to it. Mr. Insults. That's his wrestling name. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Mr. Insults. There's a shirt. That's Craig of the month. Bringing it back. We'll remember that in a month, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah. So Greg Bedard gave me a lot of laughs. Were there any more? Or was that, was that his last tweet? That the last in that exchange, yeah. I got to be honest. I'm a little disappointed I didn't get a response. I know. Right? You know? I've dealt with enough blinds today. Maybe that's it. He was afraid of my community coming after him. Or he probably saw your follower account and went, uh... It'd be great if he doubled down and was just like, yes, I hate blind people. (laughs) I think they're all faking. I don't believe blindness is a real thing. If I respond to this guy with 20,000 followers, then I might get shit. I think think they use their canes to get through lines at the airport. (laughs) Yeah, I've said this before. I saw a blind owl walking at Saco. He was faster than I was. Is that right? Oh, yeah, dude. He had like a friggin'... uh, uh, dust trail behind him. He was, he was motoring. Well, Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. What's up, Shaq? I wanted to throw a football at him and see what happens. It's always fun. Bet he would have caught it. 
That was a fun, a fun scene in anger management when Kevin Nealon threw the tennis ball at that blind guy. I haven't seen that movie. I don't think since it came out. Is that which movie it was? Anger management. I think. I have no idea. We don't even know how blind this man really is. <laughs> um, now. I do want to tell you guys about a great supporter, similar to a better supporter than Blind Owl even, is uh, our pal Tim Ridgels. And he wants to let you guys know, and I would like to let you know, about our good friends at kljack.com. You've heard me talk about this before. You can save 10% by use, on your first order by using code TIM10 at checkout. So kljack.com has the best in cutting, drilling, all the supplies you need for uh, industrial work. I remember when I was a kid, my uh, parents were redoing my kitchen and uh, my stepdad who is uh, traversing the Atlantic right now had all sorts of, you know, cutting tools and things like that. And I thought, I don't know. I don't know. I would couldn't even grasp how I would go about starting this project. And the answer, it took me 30 years to learn. The answer is klejack.com. They've got the best in name brands. And most importantly, you don't have to deal with uh, supply chain issues or bare shelves uh, like you'll find at some other uh, hardware stores. KLJack.com's got everything you need. Um, they've got stores all around Maine and New Hampshire. But if you can't make it there in person, uh, go to KLJack.com, use promo code TIM10 to save 10% on your first order uh, at checkout. And uh, like if you do go into the retail locations, let them know Craig sent you, as I always say. That's right. Tell them, tell them I said hi. There was... Uh, uh, an advertiser that reached out to me and I started working with um, a company that set our prices. Yep. And this advertiser had a different idea in mind. So I said, well, something that could be funny is if we did like you're sponsoring Craig and we would just make jokes that like, they couldn't afford to be a real sponsor, but they're sponsoring Craig <laughs> and we would make a joke out of that. And I would just give you the money. Then mm-hmm. this, I mentioned that and the person stopped replying to me. <laughs> we don't want to be in business. <laughs> People aren't fun anymore. <laughs> uh, also make sure you go to uh, patreon.com slash blind Mike. Like I said, bonus episodes. Uh, why are you laughing a week early? We just did. We watched, the first episode of How We Roll. Yep. You guys got to let me know if we want to keep watching that. Well, I think, like I said, I mentioned, there's one that might be more pressing that we have to watch. Yeah, so you did mention this to me. I got a problem, though. Have you seen any of it? It's about a guy who's pregnant. No, no, I know what it's about. Have you seen the trailer? No. Okay. Well, it may pose an issue. Is it? Oh, it's is not it, in this language. I was going to say, I, I just put it together in my head because I do remember. Craig, Craig texts me and says, uh, there might be a show we have to watch called He's Expecting on Netflix. And I saw, you know, people are up in arms about it. What, a man pregnant? And so I say, all right, I'll dip my toe in. And I look up the trailer and it's, uh, I don't know what language it's in, but it's certainly not English. Chinese, I believe. So I'm out. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> They're like, um, they're like, let's put it in uh, subtitles because Squid Game was very popular. And that's that'd be great if that's the new thing now, and I just can't watch TV anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. China's just dominating everything. <laughs> um, I think uh, Squid Games was Korean, no? 
Yeah, but I'm just saying they saw the success of it. Typical Craig. Uh, uh, <laughs> by the way, speaking of Netflix, uh, was Jerry one of these people trying to say Netflix is failing because they're woke now? Uh, me and Jerry haven't recorded since Monday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. In hindsight, I should have filled in for him and just done all like super liberal takes. I feel like I have to specify. He didn't specifically say he wanted blind Mike. He told me to do a show and said, you can have blind Mike on or whatever. And I thought it would have been funny if we did. Oh, I understand. I, I think it would have been funny in hindsight. <clears throat> I didn't like, I was like, if I do my show, they're not, what would that do? Like, they're not going to like Jerry's people won't like that. You well, know, I figured we would go live on for locals and here, but make it seem <laughs> Right. Like you were hijacking his feed. It would be funnier if I just had super woke takes. Yes. You know, that was my whole plan. That's what I should have done. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> just rile them up. Yeah. I think, uh, we, um, we, so we ended up doing an intern show. What does that mean? Who's the other intern? Graham and Bailey. Bailey, male or female? Male. Interesting. Yeah. How was that? I was good. I, I wasn't really on it. I just was um, doing like the phone calls and stuff. And then someone called hmm. in asking about uh, Carano deleting emails. And uh, we like leaned into it. And then he was not happy with me after the show. I found out. Carano was not? Yeah, no. He messaged me and he was like, uh, this is how it works. And I was like, dude, I was just joking. <laughs> just fucking joking. I've never even opened those emails. Well, I don't know. I don't know what he's going through at the moment, but a lot apparently. Evidently, oh. he still listens. I guess then, huh? It was insanely fast response. I will say, he's monitoring you, keeping an eye on his yeah. on his baby. <laughs> baby, come back. Um, what'd you say? I said, baby, come back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess Elon Musk alluded to the fact that Netflix, uh, their stock went down because of wokeness. But <clears throat> you don't forget, people. I mean, I think a lot of their choices lean very woke and even in wokeness. What are you talking about? Dare what dear white people is. Uh, yeah. A lot of those, are, but, but don't forget people said they were going to walk out over Dave Chappelle and Netflix said, go fuck yourself. See you later. Hit the bricks. I'm sick of every side flipping out. If you don't fucking like it, watch the next thing next to it. Who cares? Well, of course. And we'll talk about that a little later as well. Uh, but first I want to talk about the next douche in, uh, Boston. This is like an episode of Trash Talk back in the day. Love it. Except I want to kill myself less, oddly enough. <laughs> um, so, uh, Will Fleming, I guess, talked about the Don Orsillo thing. Um, I think this was the day after the controversy. Obviously, it was the day after the controversy mm -hmm. where he wasn't, Don Orsillo wasn't a part of the Jerry Remy tribute. Then on the pregame with my, my boy Mutt, uh, Will Fleming was on there, who's a Red Sox broadcaster. Um, do you have that clip? It was Colin Ains' tweet that I sent you. Yes, I do. He is Will Fleming. Well, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm a little upset that I wasn't invited to participate in the ceremony, and so I'm going to boycott the broadcast today. But other than that, I'm great. 
I respect that. All right, can you hand the mic to someone else, please? Can someone else? Can someone, uh, Doug, Doug Lane, want to hop in? Yeah. I'm kidding. Uh, okay. That was an interesting tack, I thought. But, uh, yeah, we're excited for a series finale and the big game against the Blue Jays. Yep, and we have to talk much about it, Will, but I'll just say it should not have taken away from the event. It's too bad no. these two sides became a, a back and forth about something that should have been about Jerry Remy, not about the broadcaster, about the team. Should have Of course. That. I mean, listen, the thing about it is, I mean, I'm not going to go into too much length about it yep. because, I'm, I, first of all, I don't want to talk out of school. Secondly, I think this thing should die as quickly as it can. We should stop talking about it because it's a it's something that distracts, like you say, from the main purpose, which was to honor Jerry and his family. But um, he was invited. He could have been here. Period. End of story. If you want to be here and it matters that much to you, show up. You got invited. Uh, and then lastly, to your point, that there's just a better way to handle it. It's one thing to be disappointed. It's another to, at midnight, fire that off and take away from what was a great, great night at the yard. It was the highlight of the night at the yard, whether it was Sean yeah. at the field party. If you want to be there, just tele- leave your job. <laughs> If you wanted to be there so bad, you should have left your job. (laughs) Leave the fucking Padres who pay you high and dry to head out and support the team that booted you into the streets years ago. And the people are like, well, he can take a day off. I'm like, well, he's got a good chunk of the year off as it is. He can take a day off. (laughs) They also could have scheduled it on a day they were off. Right. They knew when they reached out to him, they knew the Padres were playing. It's pretty easy to look up. No kidding. And I think there's something to it, but I also I'm I'm beginning not to even give a shit either way. Oh, I don't give a shit either way anymore. I just think Will Fleming sounds like a douche because then he went on Twitter after this yeah. and was like, well, I didn't. Oh, 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 all I said was I uh, I think it was a lovely evening and uh, it would have been a pleasure if Don was there. <laughs> and it's like, Will. We have ears. <laughs> the, <laughs> the audio exists, you realize. <laughs> it's so funny how these guys, like, once in a while, um, hey, I guess it's a kind of a double-edged sword because we tell these guys to have personality, and then they try it, and we jump all over them. So, like, I give them credit for, you know, having a, a take on that. Yeah. But then... Just don't do it. Don't have a take on things. If the second you get heat for it, you're going to be like, oh, I, I, I no, I did. That's not what I meant. Uh. It's like, uh, did you see that clip of um, what's her face? Uh, something Hextall from the NHL broadcast last night. No, she is just awful. She's doing what Pierre Maguire used to do when he's in between the benches. Ah, and yes. These two players start talking trash to each other and she's standing there. She starts clapping her hands going. This guy, this guy. Oh, man, it's going to be great if they get it on here, boys, and starts clapping and then saying what they're <laughs> saying. And it's cringy as hell. It's really stupid. And she's getting. Can you hear them? Can you hear what they're saying? You can't no? hear them. You can just hear her. In, uh, oh, okay. So at least she's relaying a message. Yeah, but <laughs> but she's getting crushed online for how bad it was. And then on top of that, one of the guys that she asked, one of the questions she asked one of the guys after was, are you soft? He's like, not anymore, sweetheart. He, she, the guy's like, what the fuck? So she start, she's she been blocking people all day for criticizing her. It's very funny. <laughs> they can't handle it. It's weird, although I think we're getting more to a point where, like, like I said, even guys like me that are, were, you know, so into cancel culture and shit. Yeah. I think we're, if you don't have a political dog in the race, then you're starting to be like, whatever. And I think if you lose those people, then the argument starts to become like, who gives a fuck, you know? 
I, I would love for it to go to who gives a fuck because I sure don't. I think it will. I do think it will uh, eventually. I didn't for a while. I thought the idea of coming back the other way was bullshit. Um, but I, I think we might. And then now we'll talk about a story that disproves my theory right after I tell you about our good friends at tutors.com. Um, listen, maybe you want to uh, kick the booze, do something a little healthier. Go into the, go into the edibles game, man. You don't, you're not putting on the same amount of calories. You feel better. It helps with uh, anxiety and stuff like that. Me, for me personally, anyways, it helps with anxiety. Not everyone's the same, but uh, I would highly recommend the edibles, vapes, all kinds of products that they have at tutors.com. This is federally legal stuff, so they can ship it anywhere in these here United States. Um, so check out tutors.com. And these guys are boncos because they're giving this stuff away. 20% off if you use promo code Mike. That's my name, M-I-K-E, at checkout uh, to save 20% off your order. And uh, you're also supporting two Afghanistan veterans. Um, These guys are in Middle Tennessee, so if you want to stop by their retail location, if you're down there, maybe you're uh, seeing WATP live and you want some uh, treats for the broadcast, Mm -hmm. stop into uh, two tours. Or you can go to tutors.com. They bring it uh, right to your door. And uh, like I said, I've uh, tried the product. These guys have good stuff. Great guys there at tutors. How many tours? Two. Two. Two tutors.com. Promo code Mike. (laughs) I like that. You guys better be using that too. Because like I said, the taste is great. Like it's very, the dosage they have to me is perfect where you're not, like out of your mind. Yeah. You feel good. You know what I mean? Check out my boys. Let me know if I'm right. Let me know if I'm wrong. If I, if I had an edible company, I would make uh, edibles that look like uh, dog bones and call them tasty treats. That's what I would do. Send that to the guys at two tours. How many tours? It's two. Two tours. Two tours. <laughs> it's a fun little, <laughs> we're full of ideas, gang. If you want two tours, if you want to hit us up, we're more than just, podcasters that you can sponsor. We're idea men. I'm a creative director now, so. <laughs> Bones. <laughs> what are they called? Tasty treats? Tasty treats. I don't even get it. <laughs> you Why get are they dog bones? Because you give uh, dog bones to good boys. Good boys might be a better name. That's right. Well, ah, I like that. Now we're cooking. Yeah. It's a- hey, I like you and I talking to like Afghanistan veterans, <laughs> pitching them dog bone edibles called good boys. Well, if everything's military, like the high dosage ones could be called like howitzers or something. All very interesting. You know what? Clip this, send it to, uh, send it to the boys at two tours. You want to not be able to get off the couch? Have a nice howitzer. <laughs> Joey Diaz level. <laughs> Or if you have one, if you have one that takes a while that you don't see coming, you call it an IED. All right. It's pretty good. It's not bad. <laughs> How many tours? Um, two tours. Two tours. Promo code Mike. Speaking of it, that's the longest ad read we've ever given anyone, I think. <laughs> Hopefully they come back and they enjoy it. Um, speaking of uh, uh, cutting clips. Mm-hmm. I do think it's funny. Now, let me ask you this, Craig. Yep. Have you ever taken umbrage with me uh, mocking your level of help on this program? 
Uh, not really. Okay. Because I do. All, I always say in, in earnestness, I say, I, Craig is giving me his time for free. I always appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But then I, you know, mock you and humiliate you at other times. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not a sensitive fella. Okay. Well, I hope, I hope Matt understands that because Matt does even more. Like, you know, Craig turns the mic on and just creates magic with me. Yeah. Whereas Matt's doing like the real grunt work. He's cutting clips and, you know, pulling shit for me. Right. Um, but I did think it was funny. So Matt does an amazing job of uh, vaulted podcasts. Excellent. Everything today is sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) This is our clip segment sponsored by vaulted. If you want to start your own podcast, go to vaulted podcast in Pawtucket, (laughs) Rhode Island. Um, but I did think it was funny. Like I I left for Mississippi and then went on vacation. So I was gone for a couple weeks and like in Matt's mind, it was just like, I guess the show doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I get. I, I think it's funny if I never text him again. Matt's just like, I guess that show ended. Because <laughs> <laughs> usually, usually I send him like timestamps and shit. So this week he was like, ah, I guess Mike retired. Good for him. <laughs> you're back. Wow. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you're following us on uh, Instagram or TikTok, the clips will be back next week. Um, what did I want to talk about? Oh, so you sent me this the other day. And I, uh, I actually brought it up on KMS before I had really looked into it. Um, we, we've talked about this gentleman before he went after Rogan. Yep. Um, really went after Rogan, like very angrily. If, if I recall with the whole Spotify thing, um, Ethan Klein is the host of the H three H three podcast. Do we have any idea what that means by the way? Um, no idea. I was trying to be clever and I just, yeah, I was like, I don't know. I got nothing. (laughs) Um, it's very popular and I know Ethan Klein, like they've been on your mom's house and Ethan's been on two bears and shit. So they're kind of in the comedy world, meaning like, you know, they'll, they'll pal around with comedians, I guess. Yeah. And I think it's a comedy podcast, but evidently they get political once in a while. Oh, by the way, don't let me get out of this segment. Without, with, but with forgetting, um, we're gonna have to look up Ethan Klein gravity when we're done talking about this. Oh God! But um, uh, Ethan Klein got himself in a little hot water. So let's play the clip first of all. He's responding to something, and then I'll tell you what it is uh, after we watch the clip. This isn't too far. It's too much. <laughs> Sorry, Gary Stans. Today we have no sponsors because. Uh, uh, I am an existential threat to uh, gay rights and all progress. So, of course, our wonderful uh, fans have taken it upon themselves to read all of our sponsors and um, to have them uh, can't uh, not sponsor or not to uh, support us. So, we are. Um, I'm fans. very, you know. I'll just say this. It's a gr- I'm very thankful to our members. It makes this show kind of uh, bulletproof to stuff like this, even though it's painful and emotionally. It just doesn't, it's just painful that, you know, people would do that. There it is. And, you know, the other thing is like, you, you, you like, you expect a little more of the sponsors in a way, but I get it. There is, you know, it's just transactional for them. But, you know, I feel like I, I put so much into the good, our, our good partners and 
it's kind of crazy when they just drop you like a bag of dirt one over some bullshit but there you go i want um so i incorrectly when i saw that i thought i assumed he was using fans sarcastically mm-hmm and I assume this was a thing where, oh, now right wingers that don't like Ethan Klein are going after Ethan Klein. Uh, and I was wrong. <laughs> Apparently what happened. Do you know anything about this, Craig, or did you just see the clip? I assumed that he was also speaking sarcastically. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> Apparently what happened is I think the H3H3 H3 podcast is a, a fairly young audience. And um, Ethan apparently uses the term power bottom comedically, much Mm. like uh, always sunny. Um, So I guess he said the word power bottom and was kind of joking around and a, uh, a gay caller called in to explain to him why that I guess is used incorrectly and people don't really know what it is and whatever. And so Ethan Klein's having a conversation with this guy about what a power bottom is and how the term should be used and this and that. Um, from the little I heard of it, the caller didn't seem particularly upset. He was kind of being, you know, educational, actually. However, Ethan's audience said this is an inappropriate conversation to have. Clearly, Ethan isn't as woke as we thought he was. Ugh, ugh. And his own fans started contacting sponsors and saying, this guy has changed. He's not the man we thought he was. Dude, he, and they fucking abandoned him and left him high and dry. That video I just played to had 15,000 people watching it live. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's very he's very popular. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what he does. And so uh, you'll have to educate me on this as well, people. Because, like I said, I'm not a fan of the podcast. I don't know much about him. I know him from uh, going after Rogan. But he didn't go after Rogan in a way... Am I wrong, Craig? I remember it, his, he just clearly hated Rogan, but he wasn't like going out of his way to get him off Spotify, was he? I don't recall. I remember it had something to do with the uh, vaccine. and uh, Yeah, I think he was just saying Rogan's a meathead and doesn't know what he's talking about. Right. Um, which is fine. I, I think he was wrong and actually looked pretty stupid in that whole exchange. Extremely. Um, but that's fine. People can be wrong about shit. I don't know Ethan Klein is a guy that goes after people as advertisers. Um, so like someone reached out to me when I was wrong about the, about what the situation was and said, Ethan Klein's a liberal and has aligned himself with liberals. And now they've turned on him, um, which seems to be the case because I, I watched a whole like 20 minute video of this girl breaking down. Who's a fan of H three H three or was a fan mm-hmm. <laughs> breaking down this situation. And she was like, you know, it, all the, all the, all the hits where she's like, you know, it really just sounded ignorant of Ethan to be talking like this. And it's like, yeah, it was, it was literally ignorant. He was asking questions cause he didn't know the answer. That's really? what, that's what ignorance is. You don't, you aren't educated on something. <laughs> People really getting pissed off at someone calling someone a power bottom. Yeah. No, it's not even that it's misusing the word power bottom, I guess. Oh, shut the fuck up. And they said, like, they're over-sexualizing the gay community. And it's like, well, gay is a sexuality. Mm-hmm. Those people have other, you know, characteristics and personality traits, of course. But the referring to someone as gay is referring to their sex, their sexuality. Uh, 
I bought SoFi at seventeen fifty nine. Says, uh, I wonder where the line is that separates woke and not quite woke enough. I don't get the SoFi thing. That's just his his YouTube name. Oh, oh, oh! I was like, did I recommend that or something? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you bought seven, what's it at now? That's a good question, right? I think it's much lower. <laughs> Let's look it up. Let's see if our patrons are uh, thriving in this economy. <laughs> Uh, SoFi is at 637. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> I think it might have been lower than that the last I looked at it. So, uh, uh, yeah, he, he, I, I am curious where the line is, where it's just not quite woke enough. Yeah, it's bizarre. I mean, look, look at fucking Bill. Bill Maher is essentially uh, alt right. Like yeah. he and Gavin McGinnis are on the same level now. <laughs> yeah. And look, Bill Maher is one of the most liberal guys ever. Um, it is weird. And like, I'm always curious. Cause now I'm way out of touch. Like when I was, you know, 25, I still knew kids that were in college and shit like that mm-hmm. to some extent. Like I worked with younger people and everything. Um, now I don't know anyone that's 10 years younger than me. So I'm very curious what, like, is that just we, like, the grumpy old men think of as the young generation? Or are there kids that are reasonable and, you know, like uh, the same style of comedy that we like and think this is all woke bullshit, you know? Because I, I imagine there are young kids that like Barstool and things like that. Not that they're super political in any way, but they're painted that way, you know? Mm. Uh, Killer Kowalski's not woke enough because he says Mike VGS is a power bottom. Now that is, you're misusing that. He clearly doesn't know what the term means. Let's educate him. He sounds ignorant. Uh, yes, he does. Uh, I don't believe. What is, uh, by the way, what is Mike's new Twitter name? I don't understand it. Uh, I don't know why he hasn't switched it back. That was during the whole P farm thing. I wanted him to get VGS out of his name so the person would talk to him. Ah, okay. But, by the way, success. That account got suspended pretty quickly. <laughs> Terrific. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Ethan Klein is getting pummeled, and it's funny, like, it is, I, I don't think, he brought up, like, sponsors should have more loyalty. I think that's only true if you have a personal relationship with the sponsor, you know what I mean? Right. Like, if you're sponsored by, I'm trying to think, you know. It did seem like he that. walked it back pretty quickly, though. Yeah, he did. He did. But I'm just saying, in general, like, if you're sponsored by pick a fucking me undies or some stamps.com that sponsors 10 million podcasts and they get a few emails about one. It's very easy for them to just be like, well, let's not deal with that anymore. Right. Exactly. Now, on the other hand, if two tours ever pulls out, because if they don't have our back when we're getting roasted by the mob, all I heard was, all I heard was pulls out and back and then think power bottom again. Is that bad? (laughs) You have to turn it that way. You see, folks, his mind is always on cock and jizz. I'm trying to be woke. <laughs> uh, what I was going to say is I'll take on those, you know, those commie bastards at twotours.com anytime. How many tours? Turn on me. Huh? How many tours? That's twotours.com, promo code Mike. That's right. 20% off all your uh, edible vape and um, um, federally legalized hemp needs. That's right. It's basically weed. You know, they can't call it that, but I can tell you. We can, tell, we can tell you because this is officially not the ad read. That already happened. Get your, get your weed there, for Christ's sake. Now we're just a couple buddies talking. <laughs> yeah. it's not. I missed 420, bro. Yeah, me too. 
We should have done a Tom Myers tribute on four. That's the new going. If we make it to next year, uh, four twenty should be Tom Myers Day, where we just watch Bong hit transplant over and over again <laughs> to see who taps out. The British are coming, dudes. Is <laughs> <laughs> she having a bong hit transplant? <laughs> yup. <laughs> Uh, he's the greatest. He really is. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, good luck to Ethan Klein. Cause I don't know him as a guy that's tried to get other people canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he is, I still say we should support him. So that's the biggest thing. Someone reached out to me and was like, you're wrong about, uh, the right being just as bad as the left. What I'm saying with that is like, I'm not wrong because when there's like a controversy involving a left-wing person, they'll pile on and say this person should be can't they'll do what I did to Greg Bedard today, but not, not joking. Like they're not fucking around. Yeah. The only thing is uh, they kind of cannibalize themselves. Who's that? The left. Yeah. In that situation. Well, completely. That's where I was wrong on this because that's who went after Ethan Klein. That's actually very funny. It's a little funny, but it fucking sucks, man. You know, like that's got to be miserable for him because I'm sure based on the number, like you said, there's 15,000 watching 15,000 people watching that thing live. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's making some decent, decent coin on those ads. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they have a fucking Patreon. It's a little more than sponsoring Craig for an episode. That's right. How put much? That way. What price did you put that at? I'm curious. I can't tell you. I won't tell you on air. But <laughs> so it was real, real. It, it got to that point. Yeah. So the guy heard you go. You want to sponsor my dummy sidekick or whatever I am at this point? And you he lost my number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mister uh, Sponsory or whatever the fuck. Oh, Mister Moneybag. Yeah, whatever Bedard would call him. Oh, <laughs> Mister Sponsors the program. <laughs> Mr. Ad Reader would be too clever for Bedard based on Mr. Great Tweeter. Mr. Ad Reedy. Ah, Mr. Guy that gives us money for (laughs) ad reads. Ah, Mr. Bank Valet. Something. You're just saying what I'm doing. (laughs) Mr. Great Tweeter. Uh, but um, what about this Tyson story? I fucking love it. That is wild. You know, (laughs) the guy. It took him 15 years. <laughs> hold on, hold on one second. I'm going to, while we're talking here, yep. uh, I'm going to, I have it on silent. I'm just going to have these Tyson highlights from his career playing while he set, set okay, up good. what happened. So t- Mike Tyson, if you, you know, for the kids out there, <laughs> Mike Tyson is a man you don't want to trifle with. No. And, uh, you know, he may, he may have gone to jail for rape, I think, you know. Things got a little fuzzy there. Who's to say what he really did? Mm-hmm. But then since he got out, he's pretty much been like a big teddy bear. That's right. Everyone loves him now. Yeah. He's in he's in movies and TV as cartoons. He's doing Broadway shows. He's everybody's best pal. I do enjoy you calling him a teddy bear while the highlights of him turning everyone's legs into jelly is playing. That guy. He threatened to you know eat our children once. <laughs> <laughs> and do something to someone's horrible, something horrible he, to someone's family. He threatened to eat people's children, and you kind of believed him. I'm going to eat his children. Now, that is racist. That's what he said. You know, I was thinking about that earlier, where, like, if you, everyone used to do a Tyson impression back in the day. Yeah. And if you do it now, like, there's a group of people that will call you racist, and it's like, are you saying Mike Tyson's not impersonatable? <laughs> like, are you saying Mike Tyson doesn't have an interesting voice? It's just a lisp. It's not. 
a black lisp. It's just a lisp. I know. How many times has Craig had to say that in his life? <laughs> Never. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, if you guys haven't heard, Mike Tyson, <laughs> Iron Mike Tyson, was on a plane recently. Kidney And shot. dealing with some drunks, I understand. Uh, one guy. Or just one drunk? One guy, yep. Um, and it's funny, I'm hearing a lot of, so I can't see, I don't see well, gang. I can't really make much out of the video. I'm hearing a lot of people have Tyson's back in this situation. Uh, I don't think I've seen anyone not have his back. Even the people that are like, violence is not the answer. It's like, you don't go and yell and poke at a pit bull until it snaps. <laughs> so I thought when I saw the, I just saw the headline at first and I thought, oh, fuck, Tyson finally snapped. You know, maybe he lost it again. Maybe he's back on drug. Who knows? Maybe he's out of it. And then I saw a po- just flooding of support. Yep. So let's see the video and then we'll talk about it. Yeah, right, let me pull this puppy up here. I have two videos. Okay. I have the video of him being bothered and then him. Well, let's see him being bothered first for sure. Right. And then I have the one of him ending it. <laughs> <laughs> Not being bothered anymore. <laughs> Not being bothered anymore. This is George talking to Mike Tyson, bro. This shit crazy, bro. Mike Tyson. <laughs> My dog done got lit, man. He over here rapping with Tyson. Mike Tyson trying to give us some shrooms. <laughs> you don't know how to act. Tyson looking out, man. This shit crazy as fuck. He should have never gave you his money. Peasants. Jet blue, net flight. So now we just got beat up by Mike Tyson. Now it's showing so, the guy hold who's... On, hold on, before we, before we get to the result, could you give us some play-by-play, Craig, for me and the, 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 the audio listeners? So Tyson sitting in first class or business class, I don't know, one, a higher-end seat on a plane, and there's a drunk guy behind him standing up in between his seats and just talking shit to him. Okay. In, the, in this video, he's just he won't stop, and then at the end, like I said, it cuts to him, and he's just bleeding profusely from a temple. So we don't actually have him bludgeoning the man? Oh, I sure do. Oh, well, so please, let's see that. The uh, This is a quick one, uh, and I don't know why more people weren't videotaping like this wasn't going to happen. Yeah, or even just the idea that Mike Tyson is being bothered. It's like, you got to know <laughs> there's going to be an incident. Yeah. So let's see here. Hey, 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 hey. You can hear uh, smacking. That is Tyson's fist hitting the guy's head. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Oh, my God. That is a different species going after him. <laughs> it, it is hey, always hey, hey. like a very common would you rather is something painful or be punched in the face by Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> it's legitimately it's a fantasy people have created because it's so dangerous. Well, that's what I'm saying. These people are I don't crazy. Know how shit faced do you have to be to think like, or you know what? Maybe that speaks to the image Mike Tyson has now created. Cause maybe some people don't know him as the fucking baddest man that's ever existed. Well, they friggin should. And this should, you know should. what? No more teaching common core math in school. I have a class that says, if you ever run into Mike Tyson, be nothing but polite to him. Yes. Be a gentleman. <laughs> I, I got to say, too, 
right, let me pull this still shot of this video back up because the drunk guy had, I tweeted it out last night, has maybe the best friend you could ever ask for. Okay. The drunk guy is literally getting, you can hear it, the smacks of the fist hitting the guy's face. And yep. this guy has a friend who is literally getting in between them. <laughs> that is, I'd be, I'd be joining in with Mike. Hey, Mike, you and me, buddy. We both hate this fucker. I don't know if I'd be uh, joining in, but I can tell you oh, this. I'd be jabbing my cane at him. If my him, it's this one, Mike. If <laughs> This is the one you want. Mike, if, if you and I are ever on a plane, let's say, and you start talking <laughs> shit to a Vander Holyfield or something, yeah. and he starts punching you, I'm going to pretend I don't know you till we land. See, Evander Holyfield, I might have my friends back. Mike Tyson, I'm backing away. No, I'm saying I'm saying even Evander Holyfield. Tyson hits harder. And by the way, for you kids out there, again, uh, Mike Tyson is not one of these guys, like, you know, when you see an offensive lineman from back in the day that's been retired for 10 years and now he weighs like 180 pounds? Nope, Tyson's still Mike fighting. Mike Tyson is not one of those guys. <laughs> he fought last year. <laughs> He's an enormous man. He fought last year against... Um, Oh, who was it? He fought a uh, not Evander Holyfield, was it? No, uh, didn't they rematch? No, who the fuck was it? Um, they did like a. I thought they did for that fucking uh, Triller thing. It wasn't. It wasn't Evander. Uh, it was. Oh, why is this? Okay, person? who the fuck was it? Roy Jones Jr. Oh yes, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, and I watched it and I bought it because I I always watched Tyson fights when I got old enough to know who he was. I even I like split them with <laughs> with people. And all that, like the last, the last fight I bought actually was uh, him versus Lennox Lewis, and I couldn't believe what I was watching. But you know what I wonder though is like, I wonder in the you know however many years, 10, 15, 20 years, whatever it's been since Tyson like kind of cleaned up his image. Yeah, I wonder how many times he's wanted to do that to someone. <laughs> I think he should be allowed to, because <laughs> you know, how many fucking like drunk frat kids or whatever? I'm assuming it's got to be mostly shit faced people. Let's say, like, wouldn't it be hilarious if I bother Mike Tyson? If if Tyson uh, didn't uh, hit the buzzer and be like, hey, this guy's bugging me, I still would be okay with it. But imagine if they if it comes out that Tyson even made it aware to the people of the plane, hey, this guy behind me is bugging the shit out of me, and right. they didn't do anything. I think everything's on them at that point. That guy's bleeding. He's probably concussed. Because yeah, I don't know if you can look at it as like, oh, well, Mike Tyson should know his, you know, how much stronger he is than this guy or whatever. Because it's like Mike Tyson's just a guy that's being fucking bothered on an airplane at that point. You know, he's just a human being that said, I've had enough of this asshole. Yeah. And uh, Texas justice, baby. McFuss daddy says, and at the end of the fight with Roy Jones Jr., uh, Mike looked like he could go another 10 rounds, which he did. And the thing was, you could tell he was pulling punches and not hitting them in the face. I think I'm thinking of, wasn't after that fight, the rumor was it was going to be him and Evander Holyfield? I believe you might be correct on that one. Yeah. And then from everything I've heard, Evander does not look quite as, uh, anyone, quite as graceful. Anyone from Tyson's time period would get their shit kicked out of him by Mike Tyson currently. I, I would think so, yeah. People uh, in current times, I think, would still get the shit kicked out of them. I want Tyson to do another fight, but I don't want this to be like uh, like a no knockout agreement because he was throwing bombs. I thought he was going to fucking kill him. Yeah, it's a shame he wasn't this guy that we know now for his entire career. And maybe he wouldn't have been as much of a badass. 
Right. It's like back Ti- in the day, if he wasn't threatening rape on people, <laughs> it's it's a completely different comparison. But Tiger Woods used to be a complete robot, right. like dickhead, but he was the best ever, and so was Tyson. Right. And then they grow up, and now Tiger's friendly with everybody, and he's just not as good. <laughs> So, Tyson's Tyson's still got it though. Yeah, it's uh weed is Tyson's Shoney's or whatever the fuck uh restaurant that Tiger was going to all the time. It's funny. He's just like a guy that's making cartoons about pigeons now. <laughs> so oh, people yeah. think they can fuck with him. Yeah, was it uh, like super mystery friend Mike Tyson's super uh what's the fuck? Like I don't remember what it was, but yeah. Um uh, was there anything else we wanted to get to before we uh shove off here? Um, let's see. I have Ken Jong is a pussy. Um, oh yeah. Well, let's play that. This was weird. I remember this came out a while ago. And this was reported a few months, a couple months ago, but we didn't have the video. And I think it just aired on Fox this week, maybe. Yep. So you're familiar with the show, the masked singer. Mm-hmm. It's a program. It's a reality show where it's like celebrities go on and they're masked, obviously. And the judges have to guess who it is, but these people are clearly auto-tuned, so it's impossible. But it seems like they didn't auto-tune Giuliani. Well, he's he doesn't have his his mask on at this point, but he's singing. Yeah, his mask's off. Like they did the reveal. Oh, so everyone knows it's a fake voice on the show. No, I, at one point in the show, they they have to take the mask off. Right, no, I get that. What I'm saying is when they sing, mm-hmm. like they'll have, you know, Gronk on the show, and it's a beautiful he's singing beautifully. Oh, I have no idea. I have no idea. So it's that. clearly fake. But it sounds like they're having Giuliani sing with just his voice. So it seems like they didn't do that. Yeah, well, this was uh post mystery, so they probably didn't change his voice okay, on purpose. Maybe. But then what but I guess what I'm saying is if you're watching that show, you're just going, Oh, why are we w- even watching this they change people's voices yeah i don't even know but uh so you know they now try and remember um ken jong is a i think a great like comedic actor for sure i think he's hilarious in community you wouldn't be able to tell from this clip well no i'm speculating that you can tell so let's play and watch it I'm here to tell you, honey, that I'm bad to the bone. <laughs> I gotta say, I think we'd be playing this clip even if Ken Jong didn't walk off. Oh, for sure. <laughs> He's singing bad to the bone. I titled this video, Ken Jong is a pussy. So my thought is that Ken Jong is not outraged there. He probably hates Giuliani. Mm-hmm. But what I'm where I the reason I brought up that he's a good actor is because it seems very just like, well, I'm going to act outraged because that'll get me nope. brownie points Absolutely. with everyone. A thousand percent incorrect. He was very upset. You think so? You can see it in his face. I think he's not upset enough to walk off. I don't know the, the list of people they've had on The Masked Singer, but I guarantee if it's a list of celebrities, they've done, some of them have done some things, I would imagine. Yeah, no, but this also, is... Also, by the way, the host of The Masked Singer is Nick Cannon who had some interesting thoughts about the Jewish people. I don't think, I don't feel like anyone was that outraged about that. Yeah. Nope. Uh, he's black. So that's like a pass. It's fine. I guess. Yeah. Um, 
What's up with Rudy Giuliani getting a strip tease from Sophia Franklin? Did that happen? Frank. Uh, oh, I did see this picture. It didn't look like him in the picture. Yeah, we got to look that up now. No, I saw that. I saw the picture. Let me look it up again. I saw it. I, it did not look like him to me. We have to get to the bottom of it. Uh, let's see. Rudy. I'm not. Uh, I'm sure she's a lovely girl. I'm not particularly attracted to Sophia Franklin. Yeah, I think we've established why. Yeah, I guess her. Yeah, her personality kind of turns me off, I guess. Yes, that's it. Uh, yeah, now it's not popping up. Hmm. I just want to hear Rudy Giuliani singing again, if I could. Okay. That's not a problem. Before I met you. I'm done. Break a thousand more, baby. Before I am through. I gotta say, I wish we had this clean. I know. This would be the new intro. That'd be great. That I'm bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. <laughs> All right, let me. Uh, <laughs> oh, how badly I want that! Listen, if any of you guys work for Fox and can somehow pull that off, that's the that's the other thing where Ken Jong is kind of a phony. You're working for Fox. This, you know what I mean? Like, do you really have that much of an issue with the the politics? Because you're working for a company that, that clearly, I don't know if the network is still owned by the same company that owns Fox News, but uh, it's certainly a brand that you know. <laughs> Would support guys like Rudolph. So I have the uh, picture at in question on the screen right now. Okay. Sophia Franklin at a strip club, and it says, "Thank you, Rudy Giuliani." This does not look like him to me. Okay. Is uh, his uh, hair dripping onto his face? No. I can't be him then. <laughs> uh, it's actually like a. Di- I think Giuliani's gray now. I don't even know. It just lean into it, folks. Salt and pepper is a good look for men. You what know? do you What do you guys people What do you people think in the comments? Because I don't think that's actually him. But. I imagine she tweeted out, "Thank you, Rudy." She just thinks it looks like him. I would assume. Yeah, it looks like a Borat sidekick. That fat guy. That <laughs> oh, from the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> McFuss Daddy says it's definitely him. Is there a picture of his face? Because that's McFuss Daddy is rarely wrong. I've found. He, he said uh, it does. It doesn't look like him to me. And also, I don't give a shit really. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, we'll investigate that next week on the Blind Mike Project. Um, if you want more stuff like that, well, first of all, what's happening on Very Good Show? Um, what was? It? Oh, Mike had a kid. That happened. Oh, is it bad that I didn't even, it didn't dawn on me to wish him congratulations? Did you know? No, I had no idea. Well, that was probably why. Yeah, I was away. I was busy. Yeah. Um, he had his kid. We didn't record uh, two weeks ago because Matt is on keto and he was short on his fat count. Um, so he decided to drink coconut oil to make up for it and couldn't get off the toilet for about a day and a half. So he had to like miss work and shit too. Interesting. Yeah, it's been a whole mess. Imagine being so out of shape that you miss work due to losing weight. (laughs) (laughs) Just simply losing weight knocks you out of commission. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. But um, yeah, what's today? I'm assuming this is the free one, so we're recording tonight. Um, Very good. So go listen to a very good show. Listen to Why You Laughing, of course, 
Um, Patreon.com slash blind Mike. If you want to be one of the gearheads, get these episodes live, get why you laughing a week early and a bunch of uh, bonus content that we put up vaulted podcasts. Um, say again, vaulted podcasts, right? What are you wait? Tom done talking for Christ's sake. Oh, sorry. No timing. <laughs> it's difficult. <laughs> yes. Vaulted podcasts exist. <laughs> now back, back to my thought. <laughs> Uh, you can uh, save <laughs> save two months. Get two months free by subscribing for the full year. That's at uh, any tier. We'd prefer you subscribe to the ten dollar tier because then you get everything. Um. So patreon.com slash blind mic. Now, yes, vaulted podcasts as well. If you want to record your podcast, check them out. Lovely. And um, that's it. Now, are we gonna have an? Are we gonna have to hit fifty buttons before we can get out of here? Now, no, I made a new one. All right. See you, everybody. Until then, have yourself a great day. And as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh?